Lord, I'm grateful. Maybe that's just a posture that you start with today. A posture of gratitude. God, I am I'm grateful for this day. I'm grateful for the breath in my body. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for the things that I have. I'm grateful for the things that I don't have. I thank you that every no that you say is a yes to another opportunity, a yes to something you're truly calling me into. Let's start today with a heart of gratitude, especially as we process through the scriptures. I love today because we get to read the word of God and allow him to say more to us than I could ever say or you could ever say to yourself. So let's take a deep breath. Wherever you're listening from, whether it be in your car, whether it be at home, whether it be at school or just hanging out with your family. Let's invite the Holy Spirit into this moment. Let's invite him to give us insight and wisdom. Let's invite him to give us hope and encouragement from his word. God, would you allow us to feel the weight of this? God, I thank you that while we were yet still sinners, you sent your son, Jesus, to die for us. And so would that be the lens that we read this scripture through? Genesis 3. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day, he asked the woman, Did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, you must not eat or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. Oh, what a lie. You are already created in the image of God and the likeness of God. You are already like God and through the process of sanctification, Jesus is, as you grow in your relationship with him, he's making you look more and more like him. Verse six, the woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. At that moment, their eyes were open and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Who told you that you were naked? The Lord God asked. Have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? The man replied, it was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and I ate it. Then the Lord God asked the woman, what have you done? The serpent deceived me, she replied. That's why I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all wild animals, domestic and wild. You will crawl on your belly, groveling in the dust as long as you live. And I will cause hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head and he will strike his heel. Thank you, Jesus. Then he said to the woman, 
I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy, and in pain you will give birth. And you will desire to control your husband, and he, but he will rule over you. And to the man he said, Since you listened to your wife and, I, and ate from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, the ground is cursed because of you. All your life you will struggle to scratch a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you, though you will eat of its grains. By the sweat of your brow will you have food to eat until you return to the ground from which you were made. For you were made from dust, and to dust you will return. Then the man Adam named his wife Eve, because she would be the mother of all who live. And the Lord God made clothing from animal skins for Adam and his wife. Just look at the provision there. And the Lord God said, Look, the human beings will become like us, knowing both good and evil. What if they reach out, take fruit from the tree of life, and eat it, then they will live forever. So the Lord God banished them from the Garden of Eden, and he sent Adam out to cultivate the ground from which he had been made. After sending them out, the Lord God stationed mighty cherubim to the east of the Garden of Eden, and he placed a flaming sword that flashed back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. I hope as you're reading that, Maybe Genesis is confusing for you. Maybe the creation account is confusing for you. I pray that you're encouraged. And I pray that in light of it, you still see that in our sinfulness and our brokenness, that God is still good. Though we may experience pain and suffering and loss in this world as a result of sin, we have the hope of heaven and the hope of Jesus because of his relationship with us because we have relationship with you and if you don't have relationship with him i encourage you it's never too late it's never too late to step in relationship with jesus but having relationship with jesus ensures that one day there will be no loss there will be no hurt there will be no pain and things will be restored in a new heaven and a new earth and we'll get back to that communion with God that we had in Genesis 1 and 2. I hope that's encouraging for you today. We'll see you tomorrow.